0: Latinas with Masters podcast is a culturally minded podcast created to inspire, empower, and educate nuestra comunidad and future generation leaders navigate the hard knocks of higher education. Hosted by me, Christina Rodriguez, founder and creator of Latinas with Masters, MBA graduate and future doctora pursuing my doctorate degree in educational leadership, and on a mission to master diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the spaces we all live, work, and learn all while embracing and preserving Nuestra Cultura. Like and subscribe and follow Latinas with Masters on all social platforms. Thank you for listening to Latinas with Masters podcast, and I hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hi, everyone. You're listening to Latinas with Masters podcast. Like and subscribe and comment down below. Thank you for listening.
0: Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Christina, creator and founder of the Latinas with Masters podcast. And on this episode, I have the pleasure of having Christopher Luis Partida, a graduate assistant coach from uh, for the men's basketball team at the University of St. Catherine in San Marcos, California. He is a first-gen uh, Mexicano born to Mexican parents. He holds two associate's degrees in early education and liberal studies from Los Angeles Harbor Community College. He earned his bachelor's degree in arts and humanities with a history concentration from the University of St. Catherine. Now he is a future first-gen Mexicano, aspiring for his master's degree in kinesiology um, at the University of St. Catherine. Uh, So welcome, Christopher, to the Latinas with Masters podcast.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: You're welcome. So um, I'm so glad that you reached out to me. Um, I'm happy um that the content resonated with you. I actually love when people reach out to me and tell me that, you know, someone that they seen on the podcast, someone that they heard, you know, um, you know, information that I share on the social media pages. I'm so glad when people reach out and tell me that the content resonates with them because It's for me, but it's also for you, right? And it's for our community. So thank you so much for reaching out. Um, So I definitely would love people to get to know you a little bit more, uh, Christopher. So can you tell me about you and your family and where you grew up?
2: Absolutely. So my name is Christopher uh, Luis Partida. Um, I am the son of Luis and Ana Partida. Uh, My father is from the state of Michoacan. And my mother is from, I guess, is from both states, Salaya, Guanajuato, and Durango, Durango. Um, I have two sisters, uh, Jamie and Emily, uh, both my, uh, probably the greatest gifts of my life. Uh, I'm only 11 months older than Jamie, so I've always had her by my side and I love her very much. And Emily is, uh, probably my best friend for sure. So, uh, Emily is currently a student at New York university. Uh, I believe she is a, her major is, uh, in film and directing. Uh, she's an actress slash singer, um. Jamie has a bachelor's degree from UCLA, a master's from Pacific and a PhD, uh, I think currently on her PhD right now. Um, so when I started school kind of late, that's why I, that's why I wanted to finish school and start school. Cause I already had those examples right there.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. So, um, and remind me, where did you grow up in?
2: I grew up in the city of Torrance, California. Uh, it's a, it's a city in, the uh, I don't think I don't think it's considered Los Angeles County, uh, but it, it basically it's L.A. I'm a, a Lakers and a, a Dodgers fan. So, oh, uh, uh, we're gonna have beef,
0: and man. man. I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dodger uh, Warrior fan. I mean, I'm a Dodger. Warfare. I'm a Giants uh, and Warriors fan.
2: Okay, yeah, I come from a uh, you know Lakers. I I do like the Clippers as well, being from Los Angeles. Um, love uh, the L.A. Galaxy as well. Very very so. I and I also play junior college basketball. At a at a junior college in the Los Angeles area, so I'm, I'm I am very Los Angeles, although I am from uh, Torrance, California.
0: There you go, there you go. Well, absolutely. you're you're and I'm sure you hear that the burial we say hella, but you're hella L A. and I'm hella Bay. So <laughs> it's okay, hey. it's all love here. It's all love here. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's chill, it's chill with me.
0: Chill. yeah. So um, I know you had said that your sisters, you know, were great examples of you um, with regards absolutely. To- navigating higher education, right, you were able to see and grow up, you know, in that space of having sisters, you know, um, in higher education, as far as like how to pursue a bachelor's, a master's and a PhD. So um, would you consider that being your earliest memory of wanting to go to college? Or was there something else that also like motivated you and encouraged you to go?
2: So uh, just to get more specific with my, my younger sister, Jamie, she is a she's an educator, uh, she is a teacher. I know her significant other. I believe he was a principal. Um, so they do, uh, she worked at a, at a charter school in Los Angeles. Um, the name's not coming to my head right now, but I, you know, she's taking me to some of their middle school basketball games. Um, uh, so she is an educator. So me seeing my sister being an educator, I kind of always understood that I could potentially be that in my life. Um, you know, I went to high school. I, I did not like school. All I cared about was basketball um that's really all I cared about I didn't care about school not even close um you know a quote a quote that you know I like to say jokingly you know to my players is like man I didn't come here for school I came here for the hoops but Mm -hmm. I really had that mentality in high school which is like actually just it's very dumb you know um so Jamie went you know out of high school straight to UCLA did her thing she's still doing her thing um you know, kudos to her. I didn't go back to school until I was 26. Um, Didn't figure it out uh, until I was 25. Like, man, I think I want to go back to school, you know, but I I know that I cannot complete school if I don't have basketball. I have to play basketball. I have to be on the basketball team in order to do this. In order to do that, you have to have the discipline uh, in every way of life, including your diet, how you train every day, what you do every day, um, how you take care of your body, who you're hanging out with, who's in your circle mentally, you know, physically, um, you know, and it's, I was older, I was 26, so I couldn't afford to, uh, you know, the young guys are able to eat what they want. I couldn't at all. I had to continuously train and uh, train my body to be a basketball player and, you know, put the proper nutrition inside of me, you know, et cetera. Um, and I say things like that because, if you're truly going to go and and do what you do, it comes with hard work and grit. Um, It doesn't change from there. It's it's only translated over because I wouldn't be, you know, working hard. I I work hard every day, you know, as a basketball coach, as if it's going to be the last day that I'm here because, you know, I remember the grind of the junior college, uh, Mm -hmm. the junior college basketball grind. Um, It's uh, you know, hard work is everywhere and you have to be able to, you know, to fight through adversity, you know, when it gets tough to when you want to quit to when you don't quit and then you do, and then you're, then you are successful and then you realize, wow, I actually did that. Um, I remember when my, uh, my college basketball coach, coach Loza at Los Angeles Harbor College, head coach there, um, he gave me my practice jersey when I made the team and, you know, I acted like, thank you. I went to the restroom and I cried, Wow, you know, and that's when I realized, okay, you did what you had to do now it's time to keep your spot you're with the 18 and 19 year old kids now mm-hmm. let's do this mm-hmm. and then with that I you know the the possibilities of, of just working hard you never know who you're working hard in uh, or you never know who's in front of you that's watching you and you're I have the connections that I've made just by being a hard-working basketball player has translated more than basketball
1: mm-hmm. basketball
2: is just a stepping stone
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: just a, it's just a stepping stone yeah you know, like,
0: I love what you said, because I love how you said, I don't see myself finishing college without basketball,
1: you not, know, not, like, not, you, found it. You,
0: found, you found obviously the, you know, the motivation factor, right? Like you knew that you wanted to go back, but basketball was such, it was a key. Right. And then I also love how, like you said, that community college, there's grit and grind. Like I best know days of people, my life. Yeah, I know I know friends that went to a four-year directly. There's grit and grind there. It's at a different level, but when you're at a community college, it's almost like you're looking at a four-year university, you know, because you're trying to transfer, right? Because you can't grind. We eat at a it. college, obviously. I mean, I'm sure there's colleges out there now that they change that. But yeah, the goal is like, dang, I see them over there and I want to be over there. So that grit and grind, that hustle, like Absolutely. it's different at a community college, you know. And and I started at a community college. I'm a product of a community college and juco
2: product huh uh a term we like to say in the basketball community if you play junior college basketball we like to call ourselves juco products
0: juco products look at that
2: hashtag juco Juco
1: product
0: (laughs) and um and I, i also love how you know basketball is also teaching you just life skills you know what I'm saying? It's not Absolutely. just about basketball. Those are transferable skills that you're able to use discipline and hard work into your studies, into just having a well-being, right? Because you can't feel like shit and look like shit and then not be healthy and fit and play basketball. And well, let me, well, let me tell you like something. Be mentally, there in class.
2: Well, let me say it, it translates to what you just say, kind of just um, signify uh, in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball practice turns into when you go to a four-year university you actually have to study that's one thing I didn't really have to do in junior college I didn't really have to study when you get to a four-year university in my case uh, a private university where the academics are pretty hard um, you know you you know kids need to realize you need to you know you need to read and you need to study to really you know have that information resonate in your brain and and it's cool to learn I don't know why people say like it's not you know I'm too cool for school like no learning is cool Mm -hmm like reading like about new stuff that you didn't know about is like awesome um and that starts with perspective
0: so i know you had mentioned private university so is los angeles community college is that a private university? no no that's just that's
2: just that's a community college just like the one you went to all you know just just another community college in california uh played for the basketball team there for two years um and those were the best days of my life Uh, i love everyone that i was a that I am associated with still to this day from, from that school.
0: Nice. So Mm -hmm. as you were, you know, navigating community college and you transferred to university of Catherine. Yeah. Did you have any mentors, anybody that stood out to you that, you know, that, that motivated you to even think about getting a master's like talk to us about that stage in life. Like how did a master's um, degree come to mind for you?
2: Absolutely. So, um, I made the, I made the team at Los Angeles Harbor college, um, you know, had my uh, ups and downs there. Uh, I would say my mentor is my head coach, uh, coach Tony Carter Loza. Again, that's his name. Um, love that man with all my heart, still the coach there and having a great season this year. Um, one of the, the top teams in, in all of California right now, uh, besides the point, um, he gave me a chance. Number one, he saw this 26 year old working hard. And it wasn't like, you know, they just put me on the team. I was like a, a gift. I, I had to, you know, get my buckets, play my defense, everything. Um, you know, I didn't get all the playing time in the world, but again, I tell players that I'm still glad that I went through all of that because I see the bigger picture now because I'm a coach now. And I, I agree with every decision that he made. Um, I actually was so mad at him one time for not playing a game. I like, I didn't stay for the post game conference. I just walked out, like I was so mad. Um, but I, but I see why he did what he did with me, and I, and I love him for that, for making me strong. Mm. Um, and he is actually the one that got me to the University of Saint Catharines. Mm. He, he was my he spoke with my current boss right now, Coach Kevin Williamson, who is um, my current mentor right now, uh, one of the greatest men I've ever had to come into my life. Um, but without him. I wouldn't have, if it wasn't for Loza to even be my reference, he told coach Kevin Williamson, this kid will work hard for you. He'll be your student assistant. He doesn't know what it is to be a student assistant coach yet, but that's what you're going to have to be hard with him, coach Kevin. So they had that ongoing conversation knowing that basically coach Tony Carter Loza was recruiting me in a okay. sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: I want, I, this kid will be your assistant. And Things have been successful ever since. Uh, so when I went from, you know, I actually, it was a trip. So from, again, it, it comes to education. You want to get good grades because you want to be in these environments.
1: Mm-hmm. When
2: I went from Harvard College to the University of St. Catharines in, in the COVID season, I believe 20, 2020, 2021, if I'm correct, because uh, I played 2019, 2020. Yeah, we played against 13 Division one schools. I remember crying. <laughs> When we were playing San Diego State,
1: mm-hmm. I
2: remember crying walking down the stairs of my first division one game at Southern Utah University. Mm-hmm. You know, it hits you, it hits you.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: wow. Um, just this past season. So the COVID year was was cool because I was like, wow, this is cool. I'm playing against I'm coaching against guys that are going to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, come, on, I'm telling my guys, hey, put a hand up in his face right there, force him left. Ah, I don't care if he's going to the NBA or not. I'm a coach and I'm looking at these deficiencies just because he's a human being. And, you know, that's my job. I'm a coach, mm-hmm. which took me a while to accept. Uh, it, it hits you. and It mm-hmm. kind of
1: hit me like I'm, a, I'm, I'm
2: pretty good at this. Um, so then that translates to my education. Chris, you got to get good grades. Mm-hmm. I, 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 had, I got good grades. Um, Harvard College taught me to get, you know, was like the, the stepping stone to where, OK, school's cool you like school, Chris, you like school enough to study for a, a couple hours, mm-hmm. um, which is what I took to St. Catherine's, completed my bachelor's degree on time with with B's and A's, um, finished with above a 3.0 as well. Um, and so then, you know, my head coach, coach Kevin Williamson, wanted me to come back. I was a good student. I was a good coach because he saw that how much I loved coaching basketball, that I was getting great grades. And he said, I can bring this guy back. Which mm-hmm. now I now and now I'm now in the master's program. Uh, just finished my semester up. Got good grades again, and you know, and that's what it, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to continue to keep passing my classes because it's all I know now. Because I like it, and I want to continue to train my players. I want to continue to you know, I like I have three centers that I train all 6'10", 6'7", 6'8". and I'm I'm not even I'm like six barely. But because I know basketball so well, I, they, they listen to me and they're like, you know what he's talking about,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and then we work on our game. We work on what we got to do.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: guys listen to me because they know I know the game. You know, I played at the parks. I played at, you know, pick up and then, you know, playing you know, organized ball. You see how it all, it all plays in. So that's where school, I love school. I love reading because I'm now in the basketball community and I wouldn't want it any other way. And it's all about
1: school and studying.
0: There you go. Yeah, no, I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in the way that you're, you're describing your experience, you know, and, you know, I know we talked about it a little bit offline, but like half of the educators who have mentored me, who inspired me have been my sports coach or my PE teachers, you know, the grind. Because I never saw them as just being PE teachers because I knew something about them. Like, what they were instilling in me, you know, it wasn't just about running track. It wasn't about just playing basketball. It wasn't just about playing volleyball. It was just like life lessons. Like I would hear these, you know, even though they were educators that didn't look like me, they were, you know, um, some of my PE teachers were white, but one of them, a a lot of them actually still, you know, because they knew I was a Latina because they knew I was first generation, I can tell that they were pushing me and motivating me. And like, you know, and just like, basically sure. tells, like the secrets of life a little bit, right? Like, don't let that bother you because I would be, I'll be a hothead. Like I'm, I'm the sore loser. Like I throw the bat. I'm there like, no, fuck that shit, you know? And then they'll be like, Escobar, relax. I need, you know what I'm saying? Because I was just so passionate into the game, but yeah. I then I have to learn, like, I need to learn how to <laughs> make that emotion. Like I'm so passionate about softball and basketball and volleyball and track that I let my emotions get to me, you know, and so then I had to, you know, just like any sportsman type of job, you know, uh, game, you have to learn how to like, you know, uh, manage those emotions, right. But, um, but I, I loved all of the the educators that were my PE teachers and my coaches, because they definitely gave me lifelong lessons. Um, and the other thing that I like, or that I want to ask you about is how do you feel being in your master's program and actually doing the work, you know, because some people it's go to master's, right? And they haven't even tapped into the industry that they're getting into, right? Or they're in mm-hmm. a, a particular level, but their master's going to bring them to the higher level, which is understandable in some industries, but like, no, leaving, I'm, right? living I'm, yeah, I'm living it. Yeah, I'm living it. it.
2: Um, so yeah, no, what you, let me, let me go on that tangent right now. As it's fresh in my head, what you just said, I get what you're saying. Um, so I'm getting my master's degree in kinesiology and I'm already seeing how I'm becoming a way better coach. I'm like, Oh my God, I've never thought of these things in my life. And it's so fascinating because I, I, I love coaching. I am not trying to, I, I consider myself a, a good coach. Um, and I, you know what sometimes think like how can how better can you get kind of perspective i know i may sound dumb but it's just kind of being like confidence but when you're in a master's program it's like whoa like you just get humbled you get humbled by the information that you're learning about the research that you're doing the hard work that you got to put in it's crazy my uh we i did a group project i'm actually with one of my players uh and we had to um we were we had to teach a person a skill Mm -hmm. so we had to do this with this was like a like a two-month, three-month uh, program that we did with the person. We were improving her, sl- uh, in our specific case, we were improving how she shoots a slingshot. Mm-hmm. Um, she's never shot a slingshot in her life, so we were seeing the progression of of her skill, of the slingshot. And, you know, from like, especially from like the kinesiology perspective, it's it's like endless. And what I love about kinesiology, uh, like, we took like a history class about it. Um, which is cool and i believe and i believe you should learn the history of the subject that you are passionate about to understand the beginning of it Mm -hmm. and what i learned about kinesiology is it's a lot of trial and error Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um you know a lot of you know misled information as well but at the end of the day the the science does not lie Mm -hmm. and so you know you can have a lot of myths about fitness etc um training you know getting a person stronger you know um getting a master's in kinesiology especially you're not learning of training a better athlete you're learning how to train the better human Mm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know if you see if you see someone that's limping you know and she's being short breath you know why how can we make that better
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and that's where i I, you know it's and in another class that we're taking is actually a class on how to teach you how to teach if that makes sense
1: mm-hmm. that so it
2: right? is so in a sense it's but it's like uh we learn about the brain uh you know we learn about every single body part what it does how you know ha-
1: mm-hmm.
2: ha- yes correct exactly and how your body sends signals um and, and it's, it's like i did i had no idea about any of this i'm a little bit different i don't have an undergrad in kinesiology so I actually, before I, t- I, so in order for me to be accepted into my program, I had to take anatomy and physiology one and two.
1: Mm-hmm. There were programs uh, that you had to Yes.
2: So when I finished, when I got my bachelor's degree, I took um, a summer and a fall class uh, for anatomy and physiology. I, so that information is fresh in my head. I took it at a, at a junior college, uh, I took it online, um, passed those classes uh, with flying colors, and then I- was accepted until my master's program. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's where, you know, you learn about education, you know, you learn about things like that. And so I had things I had no idea about, again, I just basketball.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely learned to listen to my body. So when my hands are sweating or I'm twitching my knee or I'm fit, you know what I'm saying? Like these are things that I'm thinking are habits, right. But they're really, like you said, it's all connected with how you're learning or if you're being triggered by something or, you know, like, for anything yeah. you know, yeah. for anything so I know you're talking about the benefits of it what do you think would be like a challenge what do you think like what have you come across and you're like wow like this is you know like it's not I'm not I want to say like it's harder than what I thought but it was just something that you know that it was a challenge
2: no, it's harder than what I thought I don't know yeah. Like uh, your professors challenge you at the master's program you know yeah. they're like what, like what, what are you doing here yeah I don't have that attitude or like whatever they, you know, I, I just, you know, we.
0: Sounds like you're in a very great program.
2: (laughs) It's, there's, it's, it's serious. The University of St. Catherine's uh, academics are, I would say, vigorous here and I like it. I love it. I love that. They're making me better. It's making me a better coach, applying academia into the basketball world. Because I love that. I never thought that that was possible, but I actually, um, I have a very loud voice, and a lot of I say a lot of high level words to my pa- uh, to my players during the game, practice, everything, um, and so. And I noticed that's what translated well. I am a we won a, a conference, our conference championship last season. We went thirteen and one. Um, at our level, so I I do know what it is winning at a high level and what it takes. And one thing I like to say is every little thing, every little you got to do every little thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't take every little thing for granted, because I know what it. Because when you do every little thing, you win. Yeah, it does. And, and oh yeah, oh yeah, we went thirteen and one for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: so we're trying to you know do that again this year. So. um it's and that's what's beautiful that's my love but without education i'm not here and uh i would have to say yes it is harder than what i 100 percent mm. harder than what i thought i had no idea about i had to i had to like this is this it started with anatomy and physiology one i, I was like mad that i had to study for more than four hours and spend like a whole day and i'm not saying like i was that's just how i reacted to it because i didn't have to i am you know i can get away with you know not studying as much of course you have to study uh, mm-hmm. but i really had to spend like 7 hours studying for anatomy and physiology once to really uh, to memorize every bone in the body and i would again i would like have you know like everyone has their little like ups and downs and i did too i would be really like sad i couldn't go to places i knew i had to like you know i have to study i, I can't go play basketball tonight
0: no i definitely on that because when i got admitted to my mba program i had to take uh, three prereqs that were not required you know as a Latino studies major, right? I'm not taking micro or macroeconomics and I'm not taking stats, obviously. I didn't take those for a reason, obviously, because, you know, I feel like I don't have a good relationship with math. I now know what that is, you know what I'm saying? But at that time I was like, I'm not taking stats. I am I don't even need this. So I took, what was it called? Uh, geometry for liberal arts students. I don't know what it was. I just needed- What to- is that? I don't even know. All I know is I need a C to transfer. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I, my mentality in community college was- I need this same, yeah. Part of my you know, prereqs to transfer. But then I ended up paying for it, right? In my master's program because as a business student, they're like, no, you need stats. And so then I had to go to community college and take the micro and the macro economics, right? And the yep, stats. absolutely. it took me three times to finish the stats because I'm not trained in math like that. I wasn't in environments other than my job, which had, you know, like basic level math and stuff. But I was just like, damn, this is really harder than what I thought. And I questioned myself and I'm like, it's, maybe maybe I shouldn't be in an MBA program. Like, what am I doing? This is why I want to do it, yeah, right? But then I finally passed it. And then I was like, okay. Like I was able to take a breather. Like, okay, let's move on. And then I took managerial accounting. Then I took corporate accounting. And I was just like, FML, like what is happening here? But you just learn to study what you need to know and then just move on, you know? (laughs) It's
2: just just something we have to do. And, you know, I I want all the people listening to, you know, if you are, you know, you want to go to college, take a math class. It it really will do you well. Statistics did me well and I didn't want to take it. And I'm, I'm really glad I did.
0: Yeah. And then look at me now in a PhD program. And what do you think? What... What kind of data am I looking at? Statistics, right? It's
2: crazy. <laughs> no one would ever thought that I'd be in a in a master's degree program. It's pretty
1: exactly. incredible. And yeah. it's just yeah. yeah.
0: And then now that I took that stats class, you know, that that I didn't have to take it during my PhD program. You know, so obviously there's there's some wins here on, on that part. So Absolutely. Where, where do you see yourself, Christopher Christopher, moving forward? Like after, you know, um after you're getting your masters, you know, like is mm-hmm. this something foresee staying in the position that you're at or Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know because you don't just have to have one job or one you know goal like what else do you see yourself doing um that also includes the basketball world or not the basketball world like you tell me
2: sure no um so it's kind of an i the basketball world won't let me leave it i will always be in it um it's it's great um so after you know i complete my master's degree which will be this year in december Um, you know, I, I I want to, I want to be a teacher. I want to be an educator or something of that nature. Um, I do like coaching college basketball. I really do. It's a very serious level. It's like very cutthroat, if that makes sense. It's not like youth recreational level where, you know, kids all have to play because their parents pay, um, type thing. I don't, I'm not really, I can't, I'm too mean, I think for that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. for the youth, for the youth level um yeah. <laughs> I, which which is something that i've accepted i'm not saying that like i'm i so I put my daughter in
0: basketball i know it it's exciting.
2: just it no hurts. no but see if <laughs> i were to if i were to coach like a young team i know i understand like let's be nice to be kind and everything I, yeah. I love i love getting like that i love teaching kids how to play i train young kids um, but, but i do per, but in terms of like being I my heard. my dream job i would love to be like a a, co- a, co- a coach at a junior college level and mm-hmm. hopefully being like a full-time tenured professor or something of that nature mm-hmm. um, I would I would love that's like my ultimate goal I would love to do high school if that is something that you know comes to where I can be the head coach of that team and I can also be a teacher at that school mm-hmm. uh, but using like the coaching kind of you know um, perspective as the primary Absolutely. Um, again full-time teacher uh, so that's what I want to do and and that's it. And I know I'll find somewhere. I, I know, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, hopefully more people you know, to whoever is listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I understand this new generation and basketball is like, and soccer as well. Um, you know, these kids love it. They love it. And that's like a very much a communication tool with like culture, with how they think, with how you can resonate with them. And that's where I know I can truly benefit this young generation coming up
0: mm-hmm. no that's great um i do want to ask you so basketball definitely makes you feel like you belong right like you belong in basketball i can tell we've been talking about basketball like we haven't I, even we haven't, left the subject. we haven't even left the subject of basketball there's basketball embedded in your entire like life you know what i'm saying yep. um so i guess my question to you is Outside of basketball, did you feel like you belonged in community college? Like, I know you said you you, you started a semester when you were 18 and yeah. left, right? And I'll get specific
2: I, into that right now.
0: Yeah, right. You had a big gap. Got but you. going back into community college, I know you said you, you found basketball. But I guess mm-hmm. what I would say is, like, outside of basketball, like, did you see yourself ever as, like, a college student, you know? In okay, that? Very.
2: that's, that's well, it. That's, that's a that's a great that's a great question you just asked right now. So, uh, guys, I uh, started at high school. I went to my local junior college, which is where all the kids from my high school go to. It's called El Camino Community College, a very, um, mm-hmm. very upper class community college, a very good community college. I wish I, you know, if I per se if I have kids, I would be very happy if they went there and they got straight A's there. It's a very good school. It will get you ready for a four year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not ready for that. I dropped out right away. I was like, school is like not cool. I don't like this at all. I wasn't on the basketball team there. I thought basketball was kind of over for me in my senior year of high school. Like, I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just stopped playing it. It was uh, like, it was over type thing. Uh, you have to be pretty good to play at the junior college level, uh, like pretty, really, really good. Um, and so I, and I wasn't good enough at coming out of high school. Um, so I went through, um, kind of, I guess like a confused stage in my life, um, as everyone goes through your epiphany phase, whatever, uh, I got to learn about myself, uh, realized I want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I, I know I belong in a classroom. Uh, I know I belong just being in the in an academic, uh, environment and, the only way was to go back to community college. There was no other option. And especially in my case, I wanted to play college basketball. Um, And the only level that I could qualify and play at is at the community college level. I was old. I was 26. um, To when I eventually made that team. And like I said, junior college were the best days of my life. I went to Los Angeles Harbor college. I was commuting from Torrance, California to, to there. And, um, the friendships that I made there on and off the court in the classroom, meeting all types of diverse people. Um, It's very much a a majority of minority people that go to Los Angeles, Harbor college. Um, It it, it was the bomb. Like it was, it was the best in in terms of like coach uh, culture and flow. And I learned so much about myself, you know, I, I actually, you know, I, you know, I, I'm i going to just say, you know, I, I love being in the hood, especially like, you know, when I'm in the hood at, at basketball runs, it's just like, you know, the music is loud.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, you
2: see different types of people there. It's like, it's cool. You know, it's great. And that's where basketball brings people together. Mm-hmm. And you're you know, everyone is one. We're just playing a sport. We're having fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's really community college really made me realize that to be one with the people. Cause you're at a community college, you know, everyone's just trying to get out. What's up? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. It was the best. I had so much, I, I was friends with the soccer team. I was friends with like the guys that didn't speak English on that team. Oh, it was the best. I went to their games. You meet those relationships and you, you meet people. And I, like I said, I still talk to like everyone that i met at Los Angeles Harbor college.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, I, you know, you ask about mentors, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to coach Seth Thomas, um, you know, he taught me about the game. He actually elevated my game. And, you know, that's the beauty of it. And like I said, it, it just all, that community college flow. A lot of people like to think, you know, bad about it. No, community college is cool. What do you like? I'm still, you know, I'm cool with one of my professors still. He was the, in charge of the, um, he's in charge of the um, philosophy uh, department at L.A. Harbor College. Mm-hmm. Professor Klung, I love you. Um, I'm still friends with him. He side story, just how education comes with basketball.
1: Mm-hmm. He
2: would record himself at 24 hour fitness because he was first trying basketball now as like a 30 year old man and he wanted to get better at it. So he asked us, the players on the team for advice to get better. And he taught and now I love philosophy because of him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: See how it, it intertwines.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would have never known that. Now I love reading philosophy. I love that man for
1: teaching me about that.
2: Lugones. I don't know if you know who that is. He put me on to the philosopher Lugones.
0: I heard of him. I've heard of
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: crazy how like, kind of what you mentioned earlier, like we have little epiphanies here and there, right? Where it just makes sense naturally. It just comes to you. Right. And I know I've shared this in my podcast before, but like, for me, I also I was just bouncing off from community colleges and I was trying to figure out life. I lived that on my own and my you know, my parents couldn't help me with my college um tuition. Um at a car payment, I was paying rent. Um, and you know, it was just I was being an adult, you know, I was trying to figure out life and it wasn't until, and I was, wasn't until I was working at one of the financial institution jobs where I applied for like the fraud department um and they I didn't get the job because they said I didn't have a bachelor's degree and I was just like what like what do you mean I've been here for like a year and I've done this I've done all the training and you know and and something that I will say is like I know I was a smart cookie even before college like I feel like I'm like chispa you know what I'm saying like I like I knew like you know I have very I, attention to detail right and so I was yeah, just like yeah. what do you mean a bachelor's degree and then it just reminded me like that's the last time that I hear this bullshit of me not having a degree. Because I know my parents heard that story, that excuse, you know, being turned down of a job because they don't have a bachelor's degree, right? And
1: 100%, yeah. um, it
0: almost made me check my privileges. Like, why can't I go back and get my master's? Like, you know, like, I know that there's other people who have these barriers of like not learning the English language, not being born here. Like, I totally get it. But I'm Correct. like, those are not my challenges. And so why am I making it harder for me
1: exactly. to, to exactly. have upward
0: mobility? Like I have control Blatter. over this, right? As much
1: Blatter.
0: as I'm against it. Unfortunately, we live in this world where society likes to like put labels and titles and degrees on our face, right? So then when I went back to, to City College in San Francisco, that is where like the true grind happened. Like I almost had to start over just because I wanted to like, retake the classes where I felt like I didn't do good when I was trying to figure out that space you know so then it's almost like I went in as a freshman but technically I was like a sophomore in a way right but yeah no community college definitely and then at City College I felt like I belonged because my professors were Latinos the the classmates were black and brown and Asian and I mean San Francisco's diverse melting pot you know absolutely Yeah. yeah I grew up in San Francisco so to me it was like damn I should have started here but I wasn't going to commute from like Los Altos to all the way to San Francisco it wasn't until I moved to San Francisco is when I said okay this obviously you know you you stay in your neighborhood um but yeah no community college definitely has you know a special place in my heart and kind of like what you said also like unless my kids are getting like a four-year scholarship to a four-year university i <clears throat> encouraging them to start at a community college honestly because, yeah that's like, cool really get to learn that like now they're second generation right and they already have privileges yeah. a little bit right with us you know kind of teaching them they but i still want yeah. i paved the way right but i still want my kids to learn a little bit of grit and grind you know what i'm saying like yeah go out there and see what it is to like really you know work towards what you want i'm not saying like make it hard but also like, yeah, find your passion challenges, right? Like figure it out. Cause those are life lessons. College gave me life lessons, you know? And and, and that's the thing where I tell people, like, it's not just, it's not just the degree we are walking into spaces where we need to have a degree. And unfortunately some people validate those degrees in order for us to have a voice. So, okay. So let me show you this degree so you can validate the voice that I'm going to tell you, right? of the people that, you know, don't have a voice that are standing right behind me, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's just interesting how I never thought graduating from a continuation school, going to like two, three, four community colleges and to now like having a, be getting into a PhD program, I would have never thought that I would be, like, I never thought this was my pathway, honestly. Like it just
1: agreed
0: actually agreed. happened because I know that I'm an educator not necessarily i don't have to be in the classroom to be an educator right this podcast i'm an educator on latinas with masters i'm an educator i'm an educator at home you know but i definitely feel like i'm an educator at heart you know just constantly also being a student and learning from you from my parents from my kids from from everybody we're all learning everybody's vibe and groove and you know yeah. and you know and 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 you know because of you i'm able to like dig a little bit deeper on the basketball world and you know look up University of St Catherine like things that you know I wouldn't never known about unless you right.
2: know,
0: you know your your history and your background absolutely so um so is there anything else that you would like to share with the community I know I know we can definitely get a little bit deeper I do want to share I do want to save something else that we talked Offline for something else that I have saved up Go for, for it. Yeah, masters. for sure. Uh, but I just wanted to say, um, is there anything that you would like to share about about you? About you know, any advice that you would like to give anybody that's looking? Maybe that would be a great uh, segment to end it. Like advice that you would like to give, you know, someone that's you know thinking about pursuing you know a master's program and wants to tap into. The sports world or it's in the sports world and it's considering like should I get a master's degree because you know those are two different things right that mm-hmm. navigate
2: yeah um you know I just want to say that you know you, you guys may think you're at like you know your bottom you know you may be sad you know you you may not think that you're able to achieve some goals and I'm going to tell you that's right now and me being a coach that that's inevitable and that's going to happen And I'm telling you right now, I don't want you to give up and I want you to persevere and I want you to just figure it out. Simple as that. Figure it out. Nobody cares. Get better is, you know, one thing that I I like to tell my players. Nobody cares. Get better. Let's go to work because without. Or I should say the work that you put in is the work that you put out. You're not going to have a nice jump shot if you don't work on your nice jump shot. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, it's not going to just come to you. And that's where a lot of people, you know, even in the academic world, athletic world, whatever, it doesn't matter. People want quick success. And that's not going to happen ever Mm -hmm. for the majority of people. Recently had a conversation, uh, one guy, one man that I met at 24 Hour Fitness just by being a nice man. I don't even know him. He's just a nice man, plays with his son. He told me, you know, we got to know each other for a couple of years, told me that his son was living in fantasy land about basketball and wanted me to talk to him about it you know, offered me to buy me a big meal and everything. I'm like, no, just come inside. Um, Just come inside my house. My grandma is at the table. She's making food. I want to say she was making tortillas. Um, Con queso oaxaqueño. And um, I talked to this young man. I said, how bad do you want it? You know, I told him exactly what it is, what the reality of college sports are. You know, these kids think they're just going to be Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, you know it's like no they worked on their fundamentals <laughs> and i want to tell you something i am not, i'm not a hater in any way no, towards, I the towards the warrior i actually love them i love draymond green i love how he plays okay. the game i i love him love absolutely love how draymond green plays well
0: i would be draymond green in high school by the way so if you want to know how my like attitude was
2: <laughs> okay he just I'm wants to win day day,
0: okay i'm a little bit of day day
2: <laughs> draymond is uh uh, yeah. he's just he's a winner he's a winner yeah, and it I shows uh, but um i already i already forgot what i was going you made me think um, of were, sorry <laughs> yeah,
0: no, i know i had to throw that in there um you were talking about how you were talking to this kid about basketball and the reality oh yeah
2: uh so you know there's a reality there's a fantasy land. you know and the reality is is that you're gonna go you have to work you know you have to work your butt off because I like to say, you know, especially in basketball um, and even in sports, professional sports, doesn't matter what sports, there's a weed out factor. You know, when you play high school, you're playing against kids just in your area, okay. you know, yeah. for like 96% of the high school kids, and nah, I wouldn't even say that, that's kind of high, whatever, you're, they're not going to play college. Mm-hmm. There's only like like the 3% like of kids play college or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like there's levels, like it's like there's like a point, it's like point something percent of people in the NBA. Um, it's the percentages are just like out of this world. So it's like kind of like you got to go to school and get a degree, buddy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
2: nothing wrong with that. Not all of us are going to the NBA, mm-hmm. not all of us are going to play on a college team. But one thing that I can, you know, just advise to, you know, just to these young people again is doesn't matter if it's basketball, doesn't matter if it's, I mean, if it's whatever, life, challenges are going to come. Nosotros somos Latino, and we work hard, and we show the work ethic that our parents gave to us. Doesn't matter what you're doing.
0: No, I love that, and you just remind me of two things. One is, you know, LeBron, correct me if I'm wrong, Uh, he went into the NBA straight out of high school, right? He did not go to college, right? Obviously, that was one, that, fantasy, that was one, right.
2: <laughs> that was one rap line that I used to love singing to myself. I believe Chingy said something like that. Yeah. Because straight out of high school to the league, um Kevin Garnett was one Kevin as
1: well. Garnett, yep,
0: um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, which which like I said is doable, but I guess what I want to say is I heard LeBron recently talk about his son Visiting colleges, especially HBCUs, yeah. And him not having that feeling at that age to know what it is to step foot on a campus, you know. Yes. And now yes. Experiencing that through his son, and I mean, listen, LeBron. Hey. You know, like I know LeBron hey. the hood, and he has he definitely has grit and grind. Definitely the opposite of Steph Curry, and a lot of people like to talk shit. But hey, Steph Curry is also a product of like no no no. he's well. he just so, as hard but, as anyone you know, else we want to aspire our kids ain't nothing wrong with that it's a different it's like life her, right?
1: that's the
0: bomb. but what i want to say is like just hearing lebron say that of like wow like just the emotion that i felt stepping foot on campus and like my son is going to experience this and you know this is what he chose and they have all the resources in the world i'm pretty sure now he can get drafted right but like you said LeBron also knows the value of an education and he knows, Uh like, my son, you know, with with the privileges that we have, he's definitely, you know, I want him to have the privilege of an education, right? And the other thing that I also want to say is, like, there's a lot of actor, actresses, you know, you know, like, different type of um, industry leaders that made it, right, through luck, through the resources that they had, right? And they're very successful in their field and they go back and they get a degree. There's a lot of actresses, like Eva Longoria, like she is an actress and then went to CSU Northridge to get her master's in Latino studies and Chicano studies, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: That's that's, that's beautiful, she didn't yeah. need
0: to, but she did, you know what I'm saying? Because she yeah. started a foundation and she's a Mexicana from Texas. And she was mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to learn how I can help the Latino community and I want to be informed and educate myself of what that looks like there's nothing wrong with that and so I love love that that. and I love the idea of like yeah you can do this and still get a degree and you can play basketball and still have a degree like you know like I I just kind of feel like there's like this perception of like you get a degree and like you have to work in that field or you have to know like yes the you can, you can giving you the degree but like it's such a life skill like it's there's so many transferable skills of being on a college yeah, campus yeah. that you can take to any stage in your life you know what i'm saying and you may not use it in your toolbox right then and there but there's going to be a situation and you're going to be like damn i remember that or i remember this or this is how i'm going to approach a situation because i was in a similar situation in college you know like I feel like the opportunities are endless with how you can use it, you know?
2: agree, I agree. Yeah, absolutely, I agree.
0: So I want to thank you so much, Christopher. This has been such an informative podcast. I learned a lot more about basketball, even though I did play basketball in high school, but I mean, super minimal I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but no, I I learned a lot, you know, and being that my daughter, you know, is is about to reach my height, she's very tall for being a fourth grader. I definitely would like her to, um, you know, test the waters to see if basketball is for her. So I will definitely be hitting you up with some guidance tips on how I can like, you know, just, just do it for fun. You know, like doesn't have to be competitive, but I definitely want to like, at least have her try because I, I really feel like sports, you know, it's the very healthy, um, it's a very, you know, healthy experience to have, you know? So I do want to thank you for your time. I do want to thank you for sharing your story. Um, you know, definitely uh, feel free to reach out to me if you want to get a hold of Christopher. I'll definitely have his contact information. If you guys have any questions about basketball, m- his master's program, if you just want to connect with him. Um, he's a super chill guy, super open. Like I, we've had offline conversations. It's been super dope. So I do want to thank you for being on the podcast. Um, and if there's not anything else that you would like to say real quick, then, you know, I definitely want to thank everyone for uh, joining us um, on this episode And um, I'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Bye. Peace
2: out, guys. Bye.